0: RDTdaily.com presents a TaraBuster with comedian Tara Devlin. Okay. Back to business. I just I decided to do this show today. Why the hell not? Because you guys are what keep me going, and I was really upset about what I was seeing happening with the Bahamas. And everything else, of course. And I also want to create more content on a on a regular basis for the patrons and everyone else. And also to encourage people to become a patron. If you can, the more that I get to do these shows, the if the more patrons we get, the more shows we're gonna do. That's what I'm trying to say. And I don't. I I had to work today, so that's why. I needed to uh, do the show at night. Usually I try to do it during the day where I'm not interfering with Bob Kincaid's show or Mike Malloy's show because we have a lot of crossover audience. But I figure people, we can record this show and then hopefully, you know, you guys can listen to it on the podcast. So my name is Tara Devlin. We usually meet every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app. And, you know, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all those places. So rather than, this is is kind of a loosey-goosey show. Usually the Saturday Saturday show is more, I have to keep it to two hours because it goes on Progressive Voices, so I only have that two-hour slot. But this show, I'm probably only going to do an hour tonight. I'm just letting you guys know it's a it's going to be a hit and run, maybe a little over an hour because of that palaver in the beginning. But I, I mean, so many things it never stops. The thing that is really depressing is watching the the, uh, the assholes, the Trump dupes, my fellow Americans continue to support a traitor and, and a horrible human being. This is what is upsetting. We have the most awful human beings in charge right now. All of them are horrible people. How do we expect to be a great country if we're run by horrible sociopaths who... Not I mean not that hard that sociopaths aren't horrible they're horrible because they don't have feelings they're not like us they they don't they lack that the the ability to feel empathy, which is a necessity to be a functioning member of a community. You need to be able to put yourselves in the shoes of others and to ex- that's why we have these feelings. So, because we are an interconnected species, we are not a bunch of rugged individuals. That, that's why the entire Republican ideology is built on bullshit. So we're in this together. That doesn't mean that everybody has the same ability. There are, everybody has different abilities, as we know. Different intellectual, intellectual capacities, different interests. Uh, up and down the scale, different abilities. But so uh, alone, we can survive, but together we can thrive and we can do amazing things, including go to the moon. And I use that as an example uh, for uh, what else really? I mean, there's been the, uh, uh, the reason John F. Kennedy challenged us to go to the moon was because it was hard because it would focus the energy of our of human beings together and to rally around something of, of that would progress the human race in decency not just weapons of war or but you know what i'm saying so wait i'm trying to look something up i should have done that before So anyway, I when I saw Twitler, this uh, how do these people the the thing that's there's the cognitive dissonance for me that I watch the I watch Twitler d- speak, which it's disgusting. I know but how can we how could we stand it? Every time I hear that that asshole's voice, just on that alone. Nancy Pelosi needs to impeach him because his, his grating voice is like a rake across a chalkboard for the sake of our ears and our souls. He's an offense. But what is wrong with us for allowing it to continue? But that, so, I heard um him today or when it was the other day, who knows, now it all it, it merges everything merges together talking about the people in the bahamas need to come here with the proper papers okay let me let's just play because what happened was they, they there was an announcement there were survivors of the bahama hurricane of hurricane dorian on Uh, on a charter that was going to Florida, as far as I know. And those without visas, the captain made an announcement and said those without visas were supposed to, were going to leave the ship. They needed to leave because they didn't have the proper papers to get into the United States. What kind of shit is this? How are they supposed to get papers? At the visa office that's covered under rubble and, and corpses? This is what we've become with the uh, with a sociopath and his enablers at the helm. Uh, where's here? It is. There's Twitler. Have to be very careful. Everybody needs totally proper documentation because the look the the uh, Bahamas had some tremendous problems with people going to the Bahamas that weren't supposed to be there. I don't want to allow people that weren't supposed to be in the Bahamas to come into the United States, including some very bad people and some very bad gang members and some very, very bad drug dealers. Very bad. So how? So they just. What about just very bad drug dealers? Very, very bad. This is an idiot, a moron. He's got a limited vocabulary, despite all of the education that was handed to him all the great schools he supposedly went to and got top-notch grades though he sued preemptively sent letters to tell the his alma maters that if they released his transcript he was going to sue them that's because he's so proud of his of his record right no the fact is he's a grifter Give me a break, and we're allowing this to continue. that's what is um what makes me really want to get the hell out of here frankly I'm just looking something up honestly i'm i I know that this kind of evil exists all over the world, but you don't give it power. You don't put it in the catbird seat of power, much less. You don't make it the effin' president. This asshole did not receive the most votes. On top of everything else, this moron received fewer votes. And we're allowing this to continue. Him to not only be a grifter and... Latching, latching his cell, his, his, his rapacious gullet around the federal treasury. But we're allowing him to, to to denigrate us all. This is a reflection on us. How are we allowing this to continue? Now, because we know what the problem is with the, with the victims of Hurricane Dorian, who are fleeing for their lives. They have nothing left. There's no services there on the island. The island is flattened. There are, there are no... There's no way to get a visa. Y- to, and to have that the lack of compassion, these monsters, uh, these evangelicals voting for this monster? Who can support them? How does he get one single vote? Unbelievable. That's what I'm confused about. Wait, hold on, native. I'm I'm trying to look this up. I should have gotten this prepared. Yes, 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 yes. No, because um, what I was trying to look up this, the tribe, um, this Native American, how they how they picked their chiefs. Some of in these, I can't remember the name of the tribe. But uh hell I'm trying to fucking find it. Hold on a second. For some reason Ugh, I'll have to come back to it. So uh, anyway, because it was um the 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 Native Americans would t- pick the chiefs based on how they cared for other people. So it was the women that chose the chiefs. So because the women would... I think it was the Iroquois. That's why I'm trying to look up. I'm going to have to do some editing on the podcast. Edit this out. But uh, because um, the, the reason was because the women were take were caring for the children and they wouldn't pick someone for chief who was a sociopath and if the the child that was always helping others that's the one that they would pick to be the chief and not only that they would also uh when passing laws or whether it be a, any whether where they would move or whether they would go to war or whatever it was, they had to consider the seventh generation. Uh, not like we don't consider next week. We don't consider tomorrow, much less the seventh generation. What are we leaving for the seventh generation? But uh, and I hope, are we leaving an inhabitable planet? That's really up for grabs. Not with these grifters in charge. We have grifters and sociopaths in charge of this country despite receiving fewer votes that's the irony they didn't win they all over the country republicans receive fewer votes and they maintain power this is the tyranny of the minority and it has to stop if we want to if we want this country to live Not, and uh, if we want a, a functioning democracy it certainly has to stop but if we want a, a, a country a community we have, to, we have to put the sociopaths in their place, which is the minority. Republicans are not meant to be a permanent majority party, Much I know that they want to be. They want to control because they're not capable of functioning in a democracy. That's, that's the bottom line. That's the theme of every single show. Republicans are unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation that is the theme the overarching theme of everything of every of every show i mean of every show it's that republicans are unfit they're fundamentally unfit as they as they um as they prove every single day that's why i'm so baffled how do they get any vote at all i was actually talking to somebody today about this who i was i'm an acquaintance of this person i don't i don't know them that well but they started to go off on twitter because he came up on the TV or whatever. Because he's always on TV. That's the other thing. I don't remember Obama being, uh, uh, whenever he went out to to grab that helicopter, to take the helicopter, wherever the hell he took it, uh, I don't remember the the uh, press pools propping a camera in front of him and letting it rip well, as he streams, the fire hose of lies. Of course, here's Tara Jr. Jr. again. Hello, everybody. Hello. Why do you gotta come every show, Jr.? He could stay as long as he doesn't hit anything. But, sit down, honey. Sit. I know. I know. It must be blissful to be a cat. They have their lives. They're just, you know, they're hanging out in the apartment. They don't realize that there's a freaking sociopath running around with the nuclear codes i suppose uh that must be a nice way to live they get food they get pet so anyway this this is really um unbelievable so the 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 grift the con is right out in the open that's the other thing now where the hell is nancy pelosi does anybody know? It's where's Waldo? Where's Nancy? Is she um gonna impeach this mother effer already? I know that the Democrats are they're they're back from their break, right? Let me just see what's what the latest is. Impeachment. Let's see what it says. Well, that's right. Well, uh, AOC apparently just. Uh, Today tweeted that the president is corrupt and must be impeached." Oh not today. this was September 6, sorry. And Orca- although Orcasio Oca- Cortez has already called for impeachment, m- much of her caucus seemed reluctant. That included House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. You know, you notice how Nancy Pelosi is constantly denigrating the the squad, quote unquote. That's the other thing. She's constantly putting them down. Oh, they only have three votes. They represent more people than in in their districts, and they were legally elected with the majority of votes, but they represent more people than uh, half of the goddamn states that Republicans represent. So, and to denigrate them, they, they are the future of the party. No, people—you know, that's the only good—the thing that gives me hope is that the young people do do not buy the bullshit of the Republican Party unless they're sick inside. There is a fundamental rot in, in a—especially a young person who's a Republican. There's like, there is, like—there is a rot inside. Obviously, there's a lot of people that live in these red states, and they are—they live in the bubble of the red state. They don't see a lot of other people of darker pigment— it might be or whatever and they you know so they don't get out much and the ones the reason that there's so much concentration in the cities is because the people who are who are born in these red states in these backwards ass red states like wherever the hell the the, the Dugger family lives arkansas or whatever the hell and they or kentucky with Mitch McConnell how do you vote for a Mitch McConnell but they if they if they're um normal people they and they come of age and they they get a real look of what's going on in their state. They get the hell out of there. They go to California. They go somewhere else. You know. I mean, that's really why it's the electoral college shouldn't really matter anymore. We're we are living in the modern world. It's a very small world. You don't need a horse. You know. We it's instantaneous. You can talk to people a, across the globe. So it's not like it's going to take weeks to get, to get your message across. We're all... It's a very small world now. And no one is telling these assholes that they can't have their, you know, uh, their religious cults. You know? They, we're not going in there and saying, oh, sorry, you can't have 19 children and counting. Although I wish I could. Not that I would. I mean, I'm only kidding there. That's the That's the difference between them and us. We're... We really, they're always talking about things being shoved down their throats. They shove their, their backwards-ass, archaic ideology down our throats all the time, despite receiving fewer votes. And it's not even the ideology. They're, they're shoving their, their, their greed down our throats, their indignity, their inhumanity. Their immorality down our throats. Down the throats of the, of the world. Like a Stephen Miller? That's who we are under the thumb of. Some disgusting racist who, uh, whose claim to fame in, in college was that he got up and made a speech telling brown people to pick up his garbage. That Oh, they had janitors. That's what janitors were for. That's, that's an entitled prick. Who needed? He really needed to, uh, I, I, you know, honestly, I was going to say something violent. I was going to say he needed an ass whipping, but whatever. Legally and peacefully. A, a le- <laughs> I don't know, because sometimes I just, I look at a, a Stephen Miller. This is a 34-year-old asshole. He's, he's a young person, and he's advising the so-called president of the United States with racist ass policies. That's the best he can do. The best he can come up with is let's be a bunch of dicks because our KKK um, followers enjoy that. They like owning the libs, you see, when they're being assholes, being an asshole, creating this, a, uh, an in- uninhabitable planet, creating uh, immorality, show uh, parading their, their utter immorality in front of the world. When I saw that video of people getting off this boat, could you imagine, they have, they have everything taken from them. Just completely wiped out. Don't come here without your papers. What, get, the, get these fuckers out of office already. These vile, disgusting wastes of human DNA. What are they doing representing anybody? Do they, that's a representative of the people if they are the representative of the people the people are fucked up for fuck's sake I'm sorry why am I cursing so much I'm just in a mood man I really am I'm glad my cat is here really it's an emotional support cat thank you Tara Jr. you read my mind <laughs> Tara Jr. Jr. excuse me There was another Jr. There was a Tara Jr. the first. And he was a beautiful little cat. Such a cute cute little creature. You know. But if he was around Donald Trump Jr., he would have been shot. That's what Donald Trump Jr. does for fun. You realize that. He goes and shoots. They they raise, apparently they raise lions in captivity. So, to be murdered. For no fucking good reason, except Donald Trump Jr. needs a hard-on. That's what makes you, uh, uh, that's what gets you going. That's what gets your blood going. M- normal people, maybe, you know, they go volunteer at New York Cares or something. They, got, they want something to do. They need a hobby. Go f- try knitting. For Christ's sakes. What a, what a vile bunch of humans. And I can't believe I'm one of them. I share the same air with these people, but yet I could never imagine being a disgusting greed-centered ghoul who kills for fun and doesn't give a shit about anybody but myself or themselves. Unbelievable. These filthy fuckers. And, you know, it's uh, it's epidemic. That's why Republicans are unfit to to hold leadership positions because this is how a republic dies. It is happening right before our eyes. The, anything that the dim leader says, the Republicans will do. They'll say, um, you know, if he says uh, boo, they'll they'll back him up. It doesn't matter. He lies. He'll give a false weather report, and then his minions will call uh, the uh, the what is it? You know, the National Oceanic, blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? And threaten that people are going to lose their jobs if they don't go along with the dim leader, the dumb Fuhrer, the Republican con man, st- the standard bearer of this in- this party of grifters and ghouls. And then they go along with it. When is enough? Enough. So I don't understand. So I went, what, what I was tr- going to say earlier was that when I watch the the corporate media and they're like, well, you know, uh, Donald Trump is had a rally and and the people were, you know, uh, there they, and this is the cult. The cult is out the door, for this guy. They're, they 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 want to see him. How do you stand there and listen to a the babbling rantings of an old codger? who doesn't know how to spell an old racist I mean you might as well be sitting on a bar stool in some local bar you know if you know that's what would be happening if he wasn't born on third base thinking he hit a triple so they stand there listening to this constant this rambling and it's it's not even interesting it's not like he can give a good speech at all he's he's completely boring but it's like, I think it's the community. They want, they feel, they want to be amongst each other. The whole, uh, the Trump cults. They want to be together. And I, I, honestly, I wish he would tell them all to take the Kool-Aid finally and leave us the fuck alone. You know what I mean? Rapture the hell out of here already. All of you, go, there's a comet. Go catch it. There's a comet coming by. You can all, it's got, make that comet great again and get the hell out of here. Heaven's gate is waiting. Wouldn't that be... That would be the, a very nice gift. Speaking of very... I can't even say the word very anymore. That's the thing. He's ruined everything. Including the word very. You can't say very. Because everything is very this, very that, very, very bad, very, very, uh, very, 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 very amazing, very, very great, very, very bad. He's this, He's just a dullard. and when i listen to him i I feel my brain turning to mush frankly so i guess i mean it's really kind of scary though the the average iq let me see average iq i'm looking it up is okay iq is a number meant to measure people's cognitive abilities this is just on uh something called brain metrics Uh, An IQ between 90 and 100 is considered average. Over 120, superior. Roughly 68% of the population have an IQ between 85 and and 115. That's goddamn low, man. And sometimes when I look at these Trump supporters, I'm like, they must be learning disabled, frankly. I I mean, uh, being someone with a low IQ doesn't mean that you're... Necessarily learning to say, well, I guess it might. I don't know. But it's certainly, it, uh, we know for a fact that low IQ is a an indicator of being attracted to conservative I- ideology. And so, as is large amygdalas. So that's, uh, you need a low IQ to be well, uh, first of all, you it's sort of like not everybody with a low IQ is Republican, but everybody with a low IQ is a Republican. You know what I mean? For the most part. It's sort of like not every Republican is a Nazi, but all Nazis are Republicans. Do you know what I mean? You better believe it. There's no Nazis in the Democratic Party. And believe me, they wouldn't, even if there were, they wouldn't uh they wouldn't be elevated to the highest office in the land so one of this is a, 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 an, an article on psychology today was there there is a let me see this was this is an old article it's one of the articles i keep about conservatism and their low iqs i just keep it handy cuz you never know when you got to pop Pop out one of the statistics on there. But I remember now that, but somebody was saying to me because I said to this person once, a friend of mine, that um, Republicans have larger amygdalas, and he was like, "Oh no, 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 no! I don't want to hear that. That sounds like eugenics. That sounds like that uh, that old you know phrenology where they used to measure people's brains and and their heads, and uh, it's and it's it's racist or whatever." That's not, it's, that's missing the point. I'm, I'm saying here's the point that you can, it, you could do a brain scan, and they, this is the study, they've done brain scans on people, on human beings, and the ones with a larger amygdala, which is the fear center of the brain, were conservative. They would, then they would ask them that, what is your, Political leanings, whatever they had, their questionnaire, and it was they—they they were conservative. They have larger fear centers in the brain. It makes sense. That's—it's not like nobody's um making up a measuring their heads. I'm sure there are exceptions to the rule, but I understand that whole uh, you know um, tendency or not tendency—the the whole uh, reluctance to. To just say, oh, somebody has a certain kind of brain, then they must be this or that where you could discriminate against people. But we're not discriminating. We're trying to uncover the mystery of how you are the eager dupe of a con man and a grifter, how you proclaim to love America so much, but you watch it unravel and you continue to cheer you watch a con man who receives fewer votes stack the courts with unqualified flunkies. But as long as those flunkies are doing what you think they should be doing, which is being a racist, being a homophobe, oppressing people, kicking down on the underdog, keeping people in their place. That's the, the, uh, you know, the Pied Piper of racists. That's who he is. They'll follow him over a cliff. So, they'll. Uh, uh, it's as long as they think that they're the ones getting the perceived advantage somehow by by si- sidling up to the con man. Oh, he's not going to con me, but that's why you're the biggest dupes. Of course, he's conning you. Look at look around. Look at what they, what they've done. They're funneling more money into the pockets of their pals and Donald Trump in particular. Is using the federal treasury as his as his his backstop to his failed businesses, and the Republicans ha- don't give a shit. So let me see. I'll just read this: uh, Hodson and Busseri in 2012 found in a correlational study that lower intelligence in childhood predict in childhood is predictive of greater racism in adulthood. Yes. Nobody has any qualms with that except the racists, right? But that's because you gotta be a dumb bastard to be a racist. It goes hand in hand. Smart people who are people who get who get educated, if they have racist uh, views, you know. I'm not saying there are racists in New York. There are racists everywhere. Racism because we live in this racist ass country. But you evolve. You learn. You you're not afraid. That's what it means to, to live and, and to be functioning uh, a functioning adult capable of living in a democracy of diverse human beings, of people who don't look just like you and maybe have a different culture. They eat different food. Oh, my God. They have a different sky spook, for Christ's sakes. So, yes, with this effect being mediated, partially explained through conservative ideology. So, yes, so if lower IQ is predictive of greater racism in adulthood, that means you because you're stupid. So somebody says to you, oh, you know, N-word this, N-word that. That's what you believe. And because you're dumb... You want to be part of the crowd. You're not, you don't have that. That's the other thing with Republicans. They, they don't have the, um, you know, courage. Because of the large amygdalas, they don't have the courage to live authentic lives. So they're not going to challenge whatever that the preconceived notion du jour might be. So they want to get along, go along to get along. They don't want to stand out in the crowd. They want to be one of the crowd that's why when they talk about rugged individual i'm like yeah right please just try being a rugged individual in the republican party and they'll they'll they got something for you which is uh the the door if if, if uh, and that's putting it nicely you'll be lucky they show you the door they might kick your ass they'll uh they'll write laws against you they'll beat you up right they'll call you F, you know faggot or something they'll just they'll they'll scatter they will leave you behind they'll leave you on the battlefield because that's what they're they they you know they don't want to be the the target they're they're cowards they're afraid so safety in numbers let's all think alike let's all be alike they don't the the, the whole the whole tapestry of life is wasted on them they never get the hell out of the goddamn uh wherever the hell they live, my God. Well, I don't know about that. I can't get out of the tri state area. Yes, and you can be. You can also be uh and as uh Stephen Lee is saying on the chat, you know, you could be a Jew and be a racist. Yeah, you could be a minority group, a per- a member of a minority group and be uh a uh a racist. We all I mean, as a gay person, I know I've had to confront my own internalized homophobia this is it happens all the time because this is the world we live in every time i have to come out again i have to tell somebody uh uh yeah if they ask oh are you, are you married or whatever or whatever they'll say i don't know i have to come out again it's like that i get that feeling of oh, here i go and cuz you never know what the what the reaction is and of course everybody wants to be accepted so but then you know, I'd rather be hated for what I am than loved for what I'm not, as the saying goes. And every time I I force myself to to declare who I am, I'm not running around declaring it, but it, it when it comes up. But it's uh it is what it is. If you're you know you you're gonna be a friend of mine, if you're going to whatever, you need to know who I am. And uh, so, but there's always that. You know, that, ugh, you never know what people are going to say and what am I going to deal with. And then it, when, um, and it also, if I don't say anything, it's, um, it, 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 it sort of, I feel ashamed about it. it. It reinforces that internalized shame that I have worked so hard to overcome as uh, one day at a time. Do you know what I mean? So it's an ongoing thing. And you learn. And he, and when you grow up in a world that is racist, where people are—I mean, my father was a fucking racist, you know. I mean, he—but he would tell you, uh, uh, "I'm not racist, not at all." But when I look back, the way the things that he said—but uh, he had black friends, he had people of color who were his friends, and because he was a garbage man, so he worked with with uh, all different people from different races. But he would never think he was a racist. He's just t- telling it like it is, you know. So he was uh, Ronald Reagan's dupe. I don't know if he would if he would fall for Twitler, but I mean, toward, towards the end of the Bush administration, my father was uh, not really a fan of George W. Bush but that was because of my i don't know if he, if he was just doing it to please me frankly because it was my the years of me working on him with about these fucking republicans every time uh, i would go over to my parents house and there'd be a letter from the republican national committee you know thank you for your support john devlin thank you i'd be like what the fuck is this and then we get into it again what are you doing i say You are a Teamster. We have a house here thanks to the unions that these motherfuckers are busting. And it really is upsetting because it was like, you know, it always upset me because I would see the forest through the trees. I could see the future. You know, I'd say, don't you care about me? What kind of world are these Republicans creating for me? Don't you want me to have health care? Don't you want me to have rights? To have a life? Not filled with the oppression of these assholes? I take it personal, frankly. We should know better now. Honestly, if, I mean, I really do. My family, people, most of my family are Democrats. I think I've shared this before, but I have a suspicion my sister is voted Republican and may have, quite frankly, voted for this asshole. And I, you know, that's because she's not, she's easily led. She doesn't know anything about Politics, you go into her house, there's no newspaper around. She's not getting her information. She was getting her information from her, from her fucking husband, who was a Republican. And I used to get into it with him. But he's, of course, he cheated on her, and now they're getting a divorce. Because he's a selfish prick. I told her. He's a fucking Republican. What does he know about vows and honor and and commitment? It's all about him. So, anyway... I hope she'll open her fucking eyes. I mean, she knows me. She knows the I do the show, and she knows about the website and everything. And, you know, she just doesn't... She doesn't but but the, here's the thing. And then she'll say something to me, and I'll correct her. And she, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. That's what she'll say. And th- that's because she has no fucking leg to stand on, you see. So... I try to educate her and, you know, my my cousins do the same thing because, thankfully, all of my cousins, most of them, now that I'm thinking about it, are normal people. So they're not Republican. They, in fact, vehemently anti-Republican, like me. And my uncles, my fathers, brothers, they were all Democrats. And even dur- during George Bush, you know, they would all we would, when we would get together as a family they would we would all just rip into that that asshole, and my father you know he was he stood alone in fact, my aunt was telling me that he was the of all of my father's brothers and sisters, he was the only person who voted for Nixon. Can you believe that shit? What a disgrace how do you i mean, at least I guess the people who voted for Nixon now they can look back and not they could be embarrassed they should be embarrassed but you know i i believe and we've talked about this on the show before that that republicans who vote well whatever they they those who voted for twitler will only speak of that vote in the future in shamed whispers mark those words write that down we should write that on a on a plaque somewhere cuz that's that's the truth that but that's only if we get this back if we get a uh, our country back and we get it back. And I don't mean just get back to being the most uh, unequal, least upwardly, upwardly mobile. I I mean, get it back to when at least FDR tried to write this sh- the ship with the New Deal, a new deal for the working class. That's what it was about. It was about building the working class from the ground up. Enough with this Gilded Age shit. It's not working, and it isn't democracy. Enough with the Gilded Age. I mean, really, honestly, when they we're in the new fucking Gilded Age, how much more do they want? How much more are they going to take? That Guess what, everyone? They're going to take it all if we allow it. That's what they're going to take. Let's not be fooled. That's why I'm not, I'm so sick of, uh, you know, I see today as I was riding my bike home, thinking about the world. <laughs> that's so funny. Stephen Lee, Stephen Lee says, are you afraid your sister won't be raptured? No, she's not going to be raptured. She doesn't believe in that shit. She's, uh, I mean, there's hope for her yet, but maybe one day. And, and that's the other thing. It's just the irony. You know, it's like my father had Alzheimer's, so he was in a a a care facility at the end of his life with thanks to Medicare. What the fuck would we have done with my father? My sister took my my father in for as much as she could. Okay? And it almost ruined her. It was very stressful. My uh, when my father was got to the point where he could no longer care for himself and my mother was too sick too so they both my mother went into one nursing home and my father went into a, a, an alzheimer's nursing home and if it weren't for medicare what were, what was i supposed to do he was gonna move here to queens i was gonna what was i gonna do how was i gonna live it, uh, i have a full-time job i have to work you, you gotta work in the fucking united states of serfs and lords you know what I mean? It's not like, uh, what was I going to do, move him into my one-bedroom apartment in Queens? Uh, I mean, really. If there wasn't a place that could care for him thanks to Medicare, thanks to we the people, at these mother effers, what what do you think that is going to happen when they come for Medicare. And this, so these Republicans think that, oh, everything's going to be fine. They're only going to take it away from black people, from brown people, like that, like that filthy Trump and Z supporter that's a, who said that, oh, he's not hurting the right people. When he Let me just look that up. With, that said it all. He's not hurting the right people. Yeah, here it is. So this was in in January of of this year. He's not he's not hurting the people he needs to be, a Trump voter said. Well, it says the Trump voter says a, the quiet part out loud. On Monday, the New York Times Patricia Mazai published a dispatch from Mariana, Florida, a small politically conservative town that depends on jobs from a federal pri- prison. And thus has been deeply hurt by the government shutdown. Okay, this remember the shutdown, everyone. Like uh, it's been a it's been a laugh fucking riot a minute every day. The shutdown. Oh my god! When I'm thinking about the shutdown, I'm just thinking about Trump going shut it down. Shut down, that's right, I'll take it, shut this down, shut down, we need a good shutdown, the way he says it, he thinks he's being strong, yeah, shut it down, because nobody needs a fucking paycheck, yeah, we all want to go to a a, a food bank, that's because we have such a great economy that people can't last one paycheck without going to a fucking food bank, because we're such beaten dogs in this country. Yeah. And uh, these, these assholes will keep tweeting, oh, what about the great economy? Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean the great economy where you can't retire and you can't make a living wage and you can't have a fucking day off because you're driving an Uber and then you, if you miss one paycheck, you're in the goddamn food bank? That great economy? The, the people in this country need, need to, a real wake-up call. And that's why I hope the shows like this and uh, and real progressive shows like Bob Kincaid's show, like Mike Malloy's show, that we are the, the ones speaking the true, uh, you know, truth to power. Whatever, I hate that saying, but truth to power. What is truth to power? Honestly, really. Truth to power. Fucking power doesn't give a shit about truth. I'm sorry. Power has no need for the truth. The truth? Power power laughs at the truth. And it laughs at us for thinking we're speaking truth to power. Yeah, let them speak truth to power. Whatever. You know, that's the next fascist that gets into office. He's going to be, and it will be a he, uh, will be like, uh, whatever. Let the rube speak truth to power. Who cares? He'll He'll be able to control himself. He's not a little snowflake. He won't be a snowflake like Twitter, who's like, I demand an apology. You demand an apology, like somebody, oh, they didn't give you credit for whatever bullshit you think you did. And, or, who does he demand an apology from? Oh, yeah, the uh, National Oceanic, uh, whatever, whatever. Uh, he wanted an apology. Oh, from the fake news. That's right. He wanted an apology from the from the media. Oh, I'm such a snowflake. Give me an apology. I wrote, on, I wrote on a sharpie. I, I made um, the people of Alabama. They might just be stupid enough to believe it. That the hurricane was really coming for them. When he said it. Because they voted for the idiot. But there are normal people there too. Some people are normal there. We know that. They don't get all the votes yet. This ain't Iraq yet. This ain't uh, Kim Jong-un land yet. This is just the dim leaders land. <sighs> so let's see. Most Mariana residents support Trump's border wall. His key demand in the shutdown fight. You know, you know, the border wall that he couldn't get when he had a friggin' majority. Because Republicans didn't want to fund it as much as the Democrats didn't want to fund it. Because it's a freaking waste of time and energy. Let's all build a wall, bing, bing, bang, bing, bing. You know, out there. We got nothing else to do. There's not real shit going on in the world. There's not real problems like climate change. Let's build a wall to jerk so Trump can jerk off on it. Stupid. So he can jerk off David Duke, frankly. That's what it's for. Hey, look at me. I'm, I'm being president. I'm, uh, all the racists love me, my base. I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue. As long as he's somebody of color yeah I'm sure you could a lot of people could shoot people people black people and get and get away with it. Welcome to America. I know I'm sorry for giving you that image, but that's what it's about so Trump can get uh you know he can get his uh his jerk off his supporters whoever they are the morons the dupes the deplorables yeah they are good I'm glad you are so proud to be deplorable, deplorables, because you're uh, racist. Because yeah, Hillary, remember, let's, let's not forget, Hillary laid it out. The deplorables were the racists, the homophobes, the Islamophobes, the xenophobes, the KKK, the Nazis. If you want to lump yourself in there, thank you. Because I've been saying it for years, and thank you. I don't have to really uh, try to convince anybody. You're owning it at last. You deplorable bastards! You goddamn right! You're deplorable. You you are a uh, you are a, a, vis, a vis. We have a normal people have a uh, a a visceral reaction. You you make everybody sick. You know what I mean? That's what a deplorable is. You and not only do you make us sick, you sicken the 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 body politic. You in the society that you live in. Live in. You don't have the decency to keep your Racist ass views to yourself because now you're you have a standard bearer that's giving you permission to get, come out of flying out of the freaking closet like the bats out of the belfry. That's the problem. You need to go back in the closet and look at yourself. Maybe put a mirror in the closet. So you can get a good look at yourselves, but your, your wall. Please. The wall is, uh, is, a, is a boondoggle for, for a con man. Like he wanted his chandeliers at the Trump Taj Mahal that he bankrupted. Ugh. So, most Mariana residents support Trump's border wall, his key demand in the shutdown fight, and don't blame him for the fight. Of course not. It's all, it's never his fault. Everything that's happened to him is never his fault. Someone else, they're always just picking on the con man. You know, those, those old ladies, why would they sue him for... He All he wanted to do was get the best price for the apartment these old bags ha- had to live in. What, why didn't they have the decency to die? Instead of living on Social Security and a fixed income in a, and, and a rent-controlled apartment that he was in charge of. He needed that money. Why didn't you die as told? You know, you would, maybe your husband died in Korea. God bless America. You know, but you didn't have the decency to follow him in the grave, so Trump couldn't praise you as one of the great Americans. He had to come after you and and, and harass you in your in the home you've had for the last 40 years. So we can get that money, bitch. That's what it's about. That's all. That's all that America's about. Forget. Bring me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the ret- wretched refuse of your teeming shores. I lift my lamp You know. Fuck that shit. Give me the money. That's what it is. We don't want no brown people here. Some refugees who don't have any homes anymore. Forget it. No room at the inn. Disgusting. Okay, but Crystal Minton, a secretary at the prison, who was also a single mother caring for disabled parents, had a somewhat different reaction, one that reveals an essential truth about the core Trump political... about Trump's political appeal. I voted for him, and he's the one who's doing this, Minton told the press. I thought he was going to do good things... He's not hurting the people he needs to be hurting. I thought he was going to do good things like hurting people. Like hurting the politically un- unconnected. Maybe this bitch is getting off now that women aren't getting the maxi pads and they're bleeding through their pants in detention centers. You think that she's satisfied now? Oh, that hurts. That's, that, that hurts your, your, your dignity. So uh, do you think that's good enough for her? She's back to work wherever she's working you know the Trump, the Trump shunta is over she's living her paycheck to paycheck in her uniquely american low paying no benefit job going nowhere maybe she'll maybe she can't retire but she'll go to that Trump rally she'll be happy when mothers and babies are separated i wonder how she feels when the the people of the bahamas are are saying uh, uh are, are being told to give me your papers before entering the safe harbor after they're completely devastated by a natural disaster. I mean, this, this guy is a filthy freak who must go. Why are we allowing it to continue? That's what is most offensive. I'm sick of Nancy Pelosi. I'm sick of the DLC establishment that are doing it to us again. Please. It's happening again. How, when, what did we hear last time? Okay, it's the primary, and I'm pissed off, and I don't care. I I am I've said it before. Forget about it. If they have if they run Joe Biden, we're you better hold on for Twitter number two for round two of this shit, and then we're gonna be gone for good. Because you need to get your base out. This is a base election. These assholes are gonna come out in droves to save this motherfucker. From the consequences of his actions. So we need to come out to save this country. Again, as we did numerous times, liberals have always saved America. We created America and we will save it again if the DLC Democrats don't shove this bullshit down our throats about how we have to somehow appeal to the right wing. You know, all those Republicans that are going to vote for Joe Biden, give me a break. Didn't we hear that? Wasn't that the the cry of when when Hillary was running? She's appealing to the disaffected Trump voters. Oh, right. I mean, really, that's what the, that's what they were saying. Oh, she's qualified. She's so qualified. She's super qualified. She's she's uh, ready to uh, on day one to take that three a.m. phone call. Yes, so qualified. I know. I voted for her, and I'd do it again. But th- she didn't win. Okay so she so Joe Biden isn't as loathed as as Hillary it was and is unfortunately I mean and we can go into how unfair that is and the the 40 year cottage industry that the Republicans built against her their their misogyny that is all true and yeah Hillary's very well qualified and on and on but um No, Joe Biden is not, um, there's no enthusiasm for him. If your enthusiasm is, uh, I'm not Trump, that's not not good enough. That's not going to win. I'm not Trump? And then what are you going to get? We're going to vote for what? Nothing? Business as usual. So people are going to stay home. But you get you get young people out there saying well, enough of the student debt. You get the uh, the American people saying we're trying we're gonna change this country again, just like FDR did with the New Deal. We're gonna rebuild the middle class from the ground up. It's not about throwing a subsidy at somebody, at one group of people, one small group of people. It's about leaving no one behind. Finally. That's how we fix this country, but they, honestly, uh, it ain't gonna, we're in trouble. We're really in trouble. I Again, uh, this morning on Morning Joe, all, uh, every fucking day, I mean, really, every day, it's a Joe Biden commercial with Joe, what's his name, Scarborough, and Willie Geist going on about First of all, I mean, Willie Guess has got to be a Republican. I don't know what his what his deal is, born another one born into wealth oh, who's sitting in the ivory tower telling us all how much we love private health insurance. I don't know anybody who loves fucking private health insurance. There you go. I mean, really, it's it's so sickening. But the the two of them going around saying, "Oh, the only reason, the only way Democrats can lose is if they're stupid enough to pick a candidate as uh, so- who wants to do away with private health insurance and take health insurance away from millions, which I don't know where um giving Medicare for all, opening up Medicare for every single goddamn human being in this country, in this godforsaken country, is taking health care away from millions of people, but, you know, that's the old Republican line. If we're stupid enough to do something to vote to to uh to have a candidate that people actually feel passionate about then we'll be we'll really uh be blowing it this time I mean how many times do we have to bang ourselves uh, bang our heads against the wall you know what I mean and go through this because this is it man this is the uh, this is the last time if we do not win i'm telling you it's look look at any history book it's happening here. If we don't win, it's over here. It's over. It's gone. Right. Oh, yes. That's the other thing. Eli on the chat. Don't forget that we want open borders. That's another thing that fucking gets me crazy. No Democrat ever has ever said we're for open borders, not zero Democrats, but the but the Republicans constantly say we're for open borders. Democrats want open borders. Republicans want strong borders. That is such bullshit. In fact, it's quite the opposite. The it's the the elite owners of the Republican Party who want open borders. That's what do you think NAFTA is about? That's what they want. They want free trade to, to, so they can ship jobs overseas. The only one who wants open borders are the Koch brothers. They want completely open borders because they're sitting in their ivory towers while we're down here fighting for the scraps. And they want us to be the, – they want the working class of America to be to, to be like the working class or the, the working poor – in any in any low-wage nation that they send their jobs our jobs to, that's what it's about. They want no regulations. That's their remedy. Their remedy for uh you know the the dead middle class in America is to make us like the low-wage slave uh you know wage slave nations that they are that are you know sending shit to to this country now. They're sending their their cheaply made crap here. Ugh. But so they that that's a whole canard right there. They no Democrat wants open borders, and in, I mean, in fact, you know that even Bernie talks about it's the reason we want borders. You want a humane immigration system because immigrants actually enhance a country. I, I mean, believe it or not, for Republicans, the reason the, that is American exceptionalism—that we are the only country throughout the history of Earth that has accepted more immigrants over more centuries than any other country. And that used to be our strength because we, the people that leave their countries, most people don't leave their country, except, well, now with, with something like the what happened in the Bahamas. Of course, you have to leave because there's no, nothing there. There's no water. It's, it's going to be a health hazard. There are the, corpses rotting. Every There's no services. So they have to leave. That's a that's and that kind of situation is going to be recreated again and again all over the world. Thank you, climate change. So and we've had glimpses of it. It's not just in the Bahamas and Syria and the whole uh, wars in the Middle East. It's they are happening. They were exacerbated because of climate change, and now we know. But. Um, yeah, these uh these right wingers um they are completely unfit to for the challenges that we have to face. But immigrants as I was saying that the immigrants are they enhance a country because what happens like for instance in the in the Irish potato famine which wasn't really a famine we know that a lot of the irish uh, the potatoes were being exported into england that's a whole other story but they they uh you know it's always the the rich kicking down on the underdog right and um but millions of, Amer- of Americans, of irish died because they stayed they sh- and of many people most people stay because they think it's only temporary, they will they're going to ride it out or whatever it is and that's studies have shown. That's what happens. And but the people who leave, who pick up everything and say, "Fuck this. I am going to try my best to better my life." Those people, those are the go-getters. Those are the bold people that you want in your country. So that's why I always say about the migrants crossing the, that are coming here from, from these failed states down in South America that we helped create, these are people who cross a desert to, have, to find the freedom that these assholes, these Trump Z, this woman like Crystal Minton, who says uh, he's not hurting the people he needs to be hurting, that these people take for granted. And because nobody appreciates freedom and, uh, uh, you know, whatever, democracy, supposedly, uh, that more than somebody who risks everything to obtain it. That's the kind of person we need in this country. Who uh, Imagine the different uh, um, greeting if we gave them a different greeting. If we said, here you are. You're welcome. You're home. You made it let's all right we'll process you we have that's we there's there's money for processing we uh you know they the 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 trump assholes that what they're doing is they're they're they have created this crisis they're saying like when i was at that fucking minds event they were like oh just you have to you have to bring something here bring something to the table and also uh um, submit yourself whatever uh show up at a at a legal port of entry when Twitter is closing the ports of entry so creating a uh a disaster creating the the uh you know all of the the you know what is the word why do i can't like for instance the 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 people who drowned in the rio grande they creating the desperation that's the word i was looking for to um to get to to get to safety, that this is a human thing, you know. I, I I would love to see uh one of these assholes who like Megan McCain, for instance. She loves her. She loves playing with an M sixteen, but she can't join the uh the uh, well regulated regulated militia. We know because she can't do one push up, and she doesn't want to. Um, i guess uh waste her time doing something yeah she loves guns so much i don't know why she doesn't join the national guard i mean really but it's too hard for her she wants to be a uh, giant asshole with a giant uh, even larger platform to spread ignorance but you know like somebody like megan mccain i'd love to see her walk three thousand miles across a desert with her child do it just do it for fun do it for a sociological experiment see if you can do it you dumb bitch bring your M16 if you if you feel if you feel uh you know like you need to stroke something in the middle of the night but i mean really these people couldn't walk a mile in the shoes of these migrants and then to show up here at the border and get that hor- and get a horrible reception for people who who treat you uh, as less than human that put you in detention. They don't have access to, uh, to, to basic human needs. Basic human accessories, toothpaste. Don't brush your teeth for a fucking week or, 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 or a month, Megan McCain, and get back to us. Live in the same clothes. Bleed through your underwear when you get your period. Bleed through it because you only get one pad. These people make me sick. They're vile. What the hell was that? Hey, hey! Francis Hold on. Francis. Get, 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 get down. Get down. Get down. Ugh. See what happens. <sighs> he was he went behind the bookcase and he was like, He's not supposed to be back there. He can get stuck. But he got he got but he got out. Yeah, I'd like to see Megan McCain uh, do s- just as a, you know, sometimes they, they you, you, you'll you have a reporter who'll pretend to be homeless or whatever. Let, why don't they do something like that? Let, let's pretend to be a migrant. Go through, walk through their experience, Megan McCain. Maybe you'll learn something. But I suspect that she has other plans. These assholes. I mean, honestly, when I saw Trump, is this thing on? <laughs> thing on, is this thing on? One, two, three, yes, 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 okay. So saying very, very bad people are coming. Well, what they, what he's talking about uh, uh, is there, there was a Haitian community. Let's see, or whatever. He doesn't probably even know, but he'll he would be saying that anyway. But this Haitian community was wiped out. Yeah. Haitians and hurricane devastated Bahamas face an unfortunate, an, an uncertain future. It's like what what these are humans. What are you what are you gonna do? There's something wrong with my audio. <sighs> okay. Let's see. This is from the Miami Herald. Hurricane Dorian, the most catastrophic storm to hit the Bahamas, has upended everyday routines. On Sunday, St. Francis Francis Catholic Church, an imposing round structure on a hill in Abaco, was still being used as an emergency emergency shelter. All of its occupants were Haitians and Haitian Bahamians. It was one of the few churches standing in a Haitian community where many houses of worship were either collapsed or partially collapsed. This storm did not only carry houses, but people too. So many people got killed, they don't have time to pick them up, said a said pastor, somebody, I can't pronounce that name, the pastor of First Baroka Baptist Church, where more than 200 people took shelter. In the next couple of weeks, this will be a dangerous place to be. That's, the, that's it. Yep. As strong, strong, uh, storm-ravaged evacuees continued to abandon Abaco for Nassau, the Bahamas' capital, on Sunday, concerns and fears were mounting nearly 300 miles away in Florida over the fate of the Haitian survivors. The worries of South Florida's Haitian community are rooted in the Bahamas' history of xenophobia, saying it's, it's all over the world, and contempt for Haitian migrants amid an illegal migration problem. They have gained momentum as unconfirmed photos of dead Haitians inside a church and hate-filled anti-Haitian voice notes get shared on WhatsApp. In one note, a woman with a Bahaman accent Responding to unfounded rumors that Haitians in Abaco were looting, after Dorian called for Haitians to be rounded up and shot in the head, another viral note. This one by a Haitian man accused the pastor of an influential Nassau-based megachurch of preaching that Haitians are to blame for Dorian because of their belief and practice of voodoo. You see, it never stops. No, it doesn't matter where you go. There's ob- always somebody on the low end of the totem pole that gets kicked down upon. But, so it's not a uniquely an Amer- American experience. It's just that you don't have a functioning society when you have these morons, the evil morons, the hate-filled... Uh, spreaders of that kind of ignorance in charge. You you let them. You, these are the people that need to be educated. You don't give them power. So let's see. Contacted by the Miami Herald, the pastor was confused and dismayed. That's not even my theology. That people are responsible for storms and hurricanes, said Ellis. Who said he was out of the country and had not preached since the hurricane? That's a part of an of nature. That's that's climactic. That's not people-driven. That's what he says. Ellis said that. Said the only co- conversation he's had about Haitian since Dorian was a private one. The topic of the mud, the destroyed Haitian shanty town in Abaco, was raised when. Uh, wait, raised and whether the Bahamas... Wait, 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 hold on. Was raised, okay. I'm not reading it correctly. The topic of the shantytown in Abaco was raised and whether the Bahamas should seek to deport Haitians. I said we can't afford to do anything like that. These are our brothers and sisters. I have Haitians in my church. I have Haitian nationals on my staff. I don't see why... Uh, why I would say something like that. I just hired a plane, plane load of stuff to be sent to a shelter in Nassau where a lot of Haitians are. Okay, An advocate in Broward County said alarms are being raised about South Florida's Haitian-American community because Haitian nationals in the Bahamas are being asked to present legal documentation in order to receive aid. She said the community needs to move cautiously. This happens to everyone, everybody in the Bahamas, whether they're Haitians or non-Haitians. During the processing of storm victims in North Eleuthera on Saturday, evacuees from Abaco, Haitians among them, were asked if they had any identification as part of the intake process. But a Miami Herald reporter observed no one being denied aid or transferred because they lacked documentation. Well, you know, until they came here, I guess. But anyway...
1: This is what's going on.
0: What else did I want to talk about? It's, it never stops. That's, but that's our fault. Will it stop? When is it going to stop? W- what do we do? Is it We've we got to get rid of Republicans legally and peacefully. I'm talking about voting them out, of course. But also educating this country. We can't allow the stupidity to fester and grow and allow republican stupidity to to invade other non-republican states they are inflicting their bullshit on us when they we, we we always have to drag them kicking and screaming into civilization honestly i i always say really a lot that i really think uh, i mean they should secede. Just fucking secede. Sometimes I really I'm like, okay, enough. This is enough is enough. Let them go. You can have your twittler. You can have your authoritarianism. You can do uh, you know, you could uh, do Jesus instead of health care for all. But let us have our civilization. Don't gerrymander us out of existence. And that's the way it is with uh, with always, it's always been that way with conservatives. They never, they're not, fun, they're not capable of living in democracy. I mean, that's the way it is. And they will inflict their manias on us. Who just said this? Oh, wait. It's, it was like some religious asshole. It was a Falwell. Said Dorian was, again, let me see. Oh, forget it. I I thought it was Jerry, uh, Jerry Falwell. This is a different story. I just searched Jerry Falwell, and I got it. I got this Daily Beast article about about Liberty President Jerry Falwell Jr. bragged about sex life to employees. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? Of course he did. He's Of course he's a disgusting, vile hypocrite. Preaching about Jesus and love and all that. But, well, uh, you know, the sanctity of marriage. For Christ's sakes. Let me just read this. The president of Liberty University, Jerry Falwell Jr., has been accused of graphically discussing his sex life with employees. Like, I'm sure we need to have that visual. It's bad enough with Trump jerking off on a wall. Well, let's have this visual. Trump real jerking off david duke on a wall i mean let's get real that's what it's about so um current and former liberty university officials told political that Falwell's conduct has raised serious alarm at the largest christian college in the world the evangelical leader and prominent trump supporter is accused of funneling university resources into real estate deals which benefited friends and family wow What a freaking surprise. I'm shocked. You mean he's not using it to help the poor like the savior he pretends to worship told him? Instructed him. Strictly instructed him. That's, I mean, I am shocked about that behavior. Let's see, where was I? Falwell is very, very vocal, quote-unquote, about his sexual activities, according to one Liberty official, quoted by Political, who added, all he wanted to talk about was how he would nail his wife. (laughs) Oh, my God. And how she couldn't handle his penis size and stuff like that. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I guess if your only claim to fame is that you were born white and your your daddy was uh, a grifter in the God Game, it's it's about power. That's what that's about. It's sort of like owning the libs. It's the same thing. How Republicans say they want to make libs uncomfortable. That's what him making women uncomfortable. Because he's really uh he's really. Hates himself, that's what it's about. He wants to get outside validation. And he wants everybody to know, maybe he has a big penis, who knows. But if that's, that's it? That's all you got, honey? You're a horrible human being, so you have a large penis? I mean, I don't even want to know. Who cares? But, is that, that's it? Is that what, is that about Jesus? Did Jesus say anything about that? What did he have to say about that? Falwell was also accused of sharing a photo of his wife wearing what appeared to be a French maid costume. What does his wife look like? I just gotta see this. Let me see. Jerry Falwell Jr.'s wife. Becky Tilly? That's her name? Becky Tilly. Let's see what does she look like? She's okay she but she's she's gross. I mean she allows Jerry Falwell Jr. to climb on top of her. So how much do you have to hate yourself to allow that to happen? really she she made a vow to Jerry Falwell Jr to death to do she part with Jerry Falwell Jr. Let's see, here she is. Whatever, lady. Poor thing. You really, you got naked with Jerry Falwell Jr., Becky? What's wrong with you? (laughs) What's the matter with you? Do you have any dignity? Jerry Falwell Jr. and Becky Tilly have been vocal supporters of Donald Trump and... Their endorsement was one of the main reasons he won the 2016 primary and presidency. Bye-bye, Becky. Well, Becky, there you go. You have no dignity. How can you? You love a con man. You voted for a con man. You're the... Oh, God. Here's a good photo. You're a dupe of a con man. You allow a con man to climb on top of you. You're vile. I mean, what else do you do with that con man? I can't even imagine. Ugh. I hope you have, I don't know. I was going to say all your shots. Here's uh, here's Jerry Falwell Jr., Becky, and Trump, and that fake-ass smile. In, uh, in front of, obviously, is in his, his Trump Tower office with all the the fake and i guess some real magazine covers stand uh, of twitler and that stupid thumbs up like the thumbs up he gave with a baby remember the 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 baby that was that was orphans due to another trump and republican inspired massacre not just inspired they they inspire all massacres in this country unbelievable <laughs> Look at that. Ugh. And they hung out. She actually went to Donald Trump's office purposefully. Ugh. Gross. Let's see. Um is that it? Oh, I thought there was more in that article. He denied let's see, uh he denied such a photo exists and denied making financial decisions to benefit his friends and family. Of course he did. He's a liar. He's a liar like, you know, I mean the stuff that Jesus warned us against. Jesus didn't said don't lie, right? Don't lie and, and he actually warned us about the the people like Jerry Falwell Jr. Let's see. It's a dictatorship. Let me see. I just open this article. A political Oh someone's going to tell the freaking truth. Jerry Falwell's aides break their silence. Wow, how come I didn't see anything about this? I happen to stumble upon this. Liberty employees detailed other instances of Falwell's behavior that they see falling sh- as falling short of the standard of conduct they expect from conservative Christian leaders. Are you serious? When when do they act In Within those standards, from partying at nightclubs to graphically discussing his sex sex life. It's like that uh, Duggar family, right? That one, that, that son, the one that was, let me see, Josh, who's all about, he got that job at, what am I talking about, the Duggar family? Because I I used to watch that show with my friend. As a joke, we would watch it. Cause, but then it, it just got very boring. It's just a boring show. But it was like watching a freak show. I would watch it and, and imagine, like, oh my God, I can't believe these people. And he... So, but this guy... Let me see. Josh Duggar 6. He was outed because when the Madison Black, the the website for cheating on your spouse came up. Yeah, his name was on it, and he was... uh, Apparently, I think he he lied uh, initially about it, but then he came out and said, I'm a flawed man! That's what they all do. But uh, according to the... I think he had sex with a porn star, but according to the porn star, he... It's so clear. He hates women. And he was very apparently very rough with her because that's what it is they, they they grow up in that repressed that anti-human cult. I don't care if it's their mother or whatever and then, and then he have, didn't he molest his his uh his sisters too uh, anyway but this is whatever these these people they have more power in the Senate. Than uh, than we do because of gerrymandering and that their, their their representatives represent uh, these assholes. Let's see, unless his sisters, yes, Duggar sisters, right? Whatever, who cares? Who cares? The other thing I wanted to say was, of course, we know that Twitler is. I mean, it's all ties together. It all ties together. This is is just a kind of casual hanging out kind of show, clearly. Because I was like, hey, I'm going to do a show. Try to stop me. And also, as I said in the beginning, I wanted to do... I'm going to try to do more shows to help the show grow, get more, and get more content to... The people, you guys, that seem to like it. I like it. I like hanging out with you guys. I like, you know, let me see, Trump, Grifter, let's see, Trump, Air Force. That's what I was looking for. Because... Now, you know, as we know, Trump is using the federal treasury. He's using the military as the backstop for his failed businesses, as he always does. He says he knows nothing about Turnberry. But it's President Donald Trump said Monday that he does not know anything about U.S. Air Force crews staying at Turnberry in Scotland, his Turnberry Resort in Scotland during refueling stops. The layoff, the layovers have raised ethics questions about government and the use of the president's private entities, I know nothing about Air Force plane landing at an airport which I do not own and have nothing to do with near Turnbury Resort, which I do own in Scotland, and filling up with fuel. The crew will staying overnight at Turnbury. They have good taste, nothing to do with me. He tweeted, "Get the fuck out of here nothing that, not, not, out of nothing to do to, with you out of all the years. No one's ever stopped there. But the fact is, they, that, that Turnberry is in the red at, until Trump told his, you know, pulled the strings and had them stop at Turnberry. And that gas station where they're fueling is, they're paying top dollar. It's not a military refueling station. And that, and the fact that the military is using it to refuel is keeping that, that, not gas station, the, um, airport afloat which if that airport went under th- as the market would dictate then Trump's hotel would go under too for fuck's sake i know no oh yes the president appeared to be responding to the air force decision to order a, rev- a review of all of all internal layovers okay yes that was tower junior junior Air Force leadership is directed. Wait. Air Force leadership directed Air Mobility Command to review all guidance pertaining to selection of airports and lodging accommodations during international travels, the Air Force said in a statement. House Oversight and Reform Committee earlier this year launched a probe of the stays after aircraft were directed to land at Presswick Airport in Glasgow, Glasgow, Scotland. The crew members would then stay at Turnberry. The Air Force has previously launched a separate inquiry into those stays. The number of overnight stops at Presswick has steadily increased in recent years. All right, stop that. That's the cat making that noise. There were 40 in 2015, 75 in 2016, 116 in 2017, 208 in 2018, and 220 through August of 2019. The Air Force was unable to immediately say how many of those overnight stays were made at Turnburg. I mean, it's graft. And the, the reason I'm bringing it up, because it's uh, you guys have heard of this this week, but here was Kevin McCarthy, the Republican minority leader in the House, making excuses for, for Trump's graft and grift. President's resorts are uh, hotels that he owns. People are traveling. It's just like any other hotel. I know people will look at it. Um, I don't know that that's different than anything else. Is it different that if I go and stay um, or eat at a Marriott here or eat at the Trump? The president isn't asking me to. It's uh, He's competing in a private... Enterprise, it's nothing something that he controls in that process. So if it's in the process, they can stay there. Are you really kidding me? What? It's no different than, than staying at a Marriott? He's the fucking president. The, of course there's a difference. He shouldn't even – it shouldn't even be happening. If Trump gave a shit about the appearance of – impropriety he would order the military not to stay anywhere near his hotels so there wouldn't be a question that's what a real president would do if they were in this situation if they were a a businessman i mean what about jimmy carter had to give up his peanut factory and so that but that was before and it's not just the so-called president um all of the judges, Trump's judges, they don't give a shit. They all play golf with the the, 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 uh, the people who have stakeholders in cases that they're hearing. And they don't care about the appearance of impropriety because they don't care any anymore. They have no interest in even giving the appearance that they're working for us because they don't work for us. They work for the elite. And the elite, the only reason that a Republican gets in government is to commit crimes, is to make it easier for them to get off for their crimes, is to rob the federal treasury, the dumbass assholes who pay their taxes. They don't pay their fucking taxes, but they want to rob us. Like the old lady that Twitter was trying to kick out of her apartment, and it wasn't just one old lady, it was a bunch of people in in New York... He was trying to—he he committed an act of, you know, continual harassment against the residents of a property that he, he bought uh, that had rent-controlled apartments. And he, he inflicted his lawyers on them, and then not only that, he made unsafe—it made the building unsafe. Things would happen. Things would break. He wouldn't fix them. Trying to get these people out of their hotel—I mean, out of their uh, out of their apartments— And so, you know, they, it's, this is who they are. They are criminals. So Trump in government is a way for him to open the door to not, to nonstop corruption. So uh, apparently um, I also heard, I'm sure you heard today that Donald Trump Jr. And Ivanka Trump, are in uh, are in a war a cold war about who is going to who's going to who's going to pick up the mantle of of uh, of this grift of this government grift they got going on once daddy meets his maker and uh from alternate i'm just it's just amazing to me did you hear donald trump junior's Giving a speech, he sucks. They all suck at 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 what they pretend to do. But then the dupes eat it up. It's unbelievable to me. I'm watching this. I'm like, why are there any people in this audience listening to this asshole speak? Why? I, I he's it, it's just nothing but racist lies coming out of his mouth. It's nothing interesting. He's not saying anything worthy of being in an arena to hear. I mean, kids, hey, hey, It's uh, ho- hold up, kids. It's, aren't there enough dupes to go around? Why are they fighting? Ivanka Trump and her older brother, Donald Trump Jr., have represented a good cop, bad cop contrast in the Trump world. Ivanka has been trying to position herself as a more right-wing intellectual and sort of millennial Peggy Noonan. Ugh, thanks for the nightmares. Her father has a hard time understanding why she reads as much as she does, while Don Jr. is known for being a nasty street fighter. Yeah, and a real asshole, too, who likes to kill things for fun. You know, beautiful things, not like him. He likes to take... That's why he's jealous. He's jealous of beautiful creatures that add value to the world. So he wants to kill them all, right? Because he could never, ever be as beautiful and as uh, valuable as any of the creatures that that he's murdered. So and we know that. He that's why he's angry. He's angry at the world. Like Twitter. He it wasn't enough. Nothing it wasn't enough handed to him. Daddy died, didn't give him his it didn't allow him to be, take over as the executor of his will, so he couldn't just siphon everything out. He had to share it with his grifter brother and sister. Both of them are grifters. They they know, they came up with a good scam, making up invoices, but yeah, it's never enough. So let's see. Uh, a, a report by McKay Coppins for The Atlantic describes a Cold War li- rivalry in which the siblings are fighting for their father's favor. What? Could you imagine? None of these idiots have rebelled. Why? That's what's so disgusting about them. You would think at least one of them, maybe, but I guess it's all in the genes. Just like. Twitter talks about. Oh, he's all about genes. But I guess these are real rotten genes in the Trump DNA pool. Real vile. Don had a long ago come to understand that Ivanka was his father's favorite. Yeah, well, that's because she's got tits. For Christ's sake. And, and apparently Don Jr. is not that smart. But that's obviously not a hindrance to be a Republican politician or or uh, even the president even the standard bearer you don't have to be smart daddy's little girl he liked to joke that's donald trump junior he really made a bunch of vile human beings hasn't he that's how how, how vile he is his sperm makes disgusting people as well he's just a, he's a it's not like it's like those russian dolls that keep popping out but each Dolls, they're the same. They're not. So it's like one giant disgusting lump and waste of human DNA creates another, begets another disgusting waste of human DNA, and on and on. I mean, none of these people are breaking the chain, that's for sure. It's like addiction runs in family. Yeah, get down, get down. None of these people are breaking the chain of stupidity and. In humanity, they they don't even they have that that's the other thing. They have no interest in breaking the chain. right. Those nesting dolls. Ah, uh, Daddy's little girl, that's what D- Donald Trump jr. liked to ch- like to joke. What, how vile these people are. You know what I mean? They got all they they have everything handed to them. and they're fighting amongst each other for more. Daddy's little girl, Donald Trump Jr., is upset. Daddy's little girl, I'm... God damn it, Daddy. Why didn't you... Why can't I have tits like Ivanka? God damn it, you can! Donald Trump Jr.? But, of course, you lack the courage to live an authentic life. So who knows what's really going on there. But making peace with her father's status in the family was harder. Ever since Ivanka had married Jared, Don had beer. Wait, what, oh wait, I'm reading it wrong. Don had been made to watch as this effete, soft-spoken interloper. Interloper. <laughs> Why can't I speak? I don't know. Cozied up to his dad. I can't speak, but I can spell for the most part. But in 2016, Copens reported that Don Jr. discovered that he had a knack for campaigning, bounding into county fairs and hunting expos in boots and blue jeans. He dazzled crowds with his knowledge of duck blinds and fish flying because, well, because that's interesting, I guess. I don't know. Sounding more like a Trump voter than a Trump, and John Jr. Copens notes says says has emerged. ...as a kind of bright bright bartonian That's a word now? Now they're giving me words they're making up. A kind of Ian folk hero. Ew. Oh my god, get me out. Why was I born in this country? That could have something called a ian folk hero? You know who fucking Andrew Breitbart is? And was, thankfully? Thankfully, it was. Because I couldn't take him. Now. On top of everything else. I'd have to I'd have to deal with him. Oh, forget it. He did us a favor. Thank you. That's the one good thing he did. He stepped off the mortal coil. which, As we all will. But I'm glad he did it for... At least he... Spared us. Just a little bit of peace. Of not having to share the same air as him. For a little bit. Before we... Step off the mortal coil. I mean, nobody's getting out of here alive, but thankfully, some. Uh, it's like the the world breathes a sigh of relief when one of these, like a like when David Koch steps off the mortal coil. Thank goodness, the world breathes a sigh of relief. Earth itself, Mother Earth, is better off without these people. That's why it's like they're. This is what they think. Um. You know they're what do they think they're adding to the world? they don't they think that taking from the world is some of some higher value. Oh wait, you know the other thing I know I'm looking at the time, but let me see um just give me five seconds um, let me see Because this is one thing that. I wanted to talk about too. Okay. Trump gave medals of valor to to the first responders in the Dayton and El Paso shootings and I just wanted to read if I could find it what the the statement hopefully I have it. Okay, I'm not gonna make you endure listening to Trump say it, but so at the at the event where Trump pinned medals on the first responders who 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 responded obviously to the shootings, one of the latest mass shootings of today, I don't know, I'm sure there was one today somewhere. Trump says. So, And not just the first. He recognized five civilians who put themselves at risk after a gunman opened fire at Walmart in El Paso, Texas. Okay, this is from PBS NewsHour. And he, he says, uh, the twin shootings, hours apart, sparked renewed national discussion of gun control, a topic on Congress's agenda. As it's returned to Washington on Monday. Bullshit. It's on Congress's agenda. It may be on the Democratic agenda. Of course it is. But it's not. The agenda that's on the Republicans' desk is to stop any kind of uh, real progressive or anything to, to prevent the next gun massacre. So... So this is Trump saying these incredible patriots responded to the worst violence and most barbaric hatred with the best of American courage, character and strength. Trump said at the White House as he shared the stage in the East Room with 11 men and women faced with grave and harrowing threats. The men and women standing behind us stepped forward to save the lives of their fellow Americans. The six police officers each received the Medal of Valor. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, when, uh, when um, I saw that, I was watching as he, he says, what else did he say? Trump called the Dayton shooter wicked and a maniac. He also described the su- suspect in El Paso, who's currently being held in custody, as a soulless and bigoted monster who is motivated by racist, racism. It was a racist attack motivated by pure evil pure hatred right so as i watched this let me just, let me just read this again phrase with grave and harrow, harrowing threats the men and women standing behind us stepped forward to save the lives of their fellow americans what are they fucking stupid i i couldn't believe what i was hearing with republicans the the republicans giving Medals to people who put the lives of their fellow Americans before the safety and lives of their own. Isn't that everything that Republicans hate? Altruism is evil, right? They These are the idiots that pass around copies of Ann Rand who who literally says altruism is immoral. So he, this is what I was talking about on an, another show. Bec- Republicans have to pretend that... They are normal people, see normal people value selfishness, and when you what is the ultimate act of selflessness? Did I say selfishness selflessness? I meant that normal people value selflessness. so to so what is the ultimate act of selflessness? It is giving giving your life for another person, like the woman who shielded. Her baby, that w- the woman and the and the man who shielded their little infant from the latest Republican sh- inspired shooter du jour, or one of the latest. So they, for Republicans, they have to pretend that they're not complete sociopaths. But what everything that they do is based on selfishness and and uh, self seeking and self dealing. So to say, faced with harrowing. Uh, threats the men and women standing behind me step forward to save the lives of their fellow americans well what about your fellow americans who want to have a who want to see a doctor or want to have a living wage or want to retire all of these things are that that's the same thing we are in this together why is it oh wait the cats hey 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 stop that you hear that they start fighting they start fighting They play and then somebody takes it a little far, and then there's a fight breaks out. But they love each other. It's like kids. That's what happens. But but I every time a Republican praises someone's sacrifice, these are people who can't, who wouldn't even they wouldn't sacrifice lunch. They wouldn't sacrifice five minutes of their time. They wouldn't sacrifice their ignorance. To allow their uh, migrants to come into the country and be safe. Other human beings. Oh, well, they're not Americans. Well, let's just keep it to America, right? It's, uh, let's... What about all the Americans that die needlessly without health care? These people are like, I would not sacrifice my private insurance plan that I... I negotiated through my union. I mean, that's what I'm saying. The selfless. How? How? It's this is the the why why this country is suffering from PTSD. It's this crazy, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? It's just different. You know, it's not different. It's uh, is it cognitive dissonance? I don't know. It's confusing. So we're gonna praise somebody for selflessness, but let's not ask anybody to. To pull a hair to to ensure the millions of Americans or to help the millions of Americans that have no health care, let's not have them worry about that because they got theirs. So which is it? Should we face with harrowing threats? Uh, step forward to save the lives of our fellow, fellow Americans? I mean, I guess we should because they're giving out medals in the White House, but from these people that don't give a shit as they're deregulating the envir- the, uh, the the pollution standards. So, oh, faced with harrowing threats. What's the harrowing threat that we have to re- deregulate um, and allow emission standards to lapse? The harrowing threat of not being able to line your pocket with more and more money? At the, at the cost, at the health, and the lives of your fellow Americans? I mean, these people uh faced with harrowing threats. It's like it's, we're, we're not going to do a goddamn thing to stop these harrowing threats from continuing to happen. We'll just pin, pin medals and f- pretend like we give a shit. We'll pin medals on people that actually are human beings, that are decent people, that do things to help others but you know as for how as for us as for republicans doing a goddamn thing to help anybody else forget it it's they that's why we will win because we all know it in our souls that we are in this together and we value we put people who are selfless on a higher plane we we commend them we give them medals we say thank. You. I mean, what is like they they supposedly love the troops so much, right? That's the other thing with the with Republicans. Oh, they they love the troops, you know, even though they're stealing from their daycares and uh and from their schools from the. But let's that's a whole other story, right? To fund their boondoggles, but they love the troops. What is a? What are the uh, the most you know the troops that get the Medal of Honor? These are people that give their lives, their very lives, for their fellow American. You can't be a selfish soldier. A selfish soldier is called a coward. So you know, um, I don't understand how Republicans uh, go around with such a disconnect with just how anti-humane and anti-American they really are. So uh, to pin medals on people for stepping out and sa- and trying and risking their lives to save the life of somebody else, you know, in this Republican armed madhouse, and, uh, and with one breath and then another breath saying, oh, yeah, let's have a party in the Rose Garden for stripping millions of health care from their health care. So... It's unbelievable how and this is the things that we need to continue to call them out on, but not not just them. And in this situation, it's we have to call out everybody, all, including the DLC Democrats who, who who continuously like like Joe Biden, who says, oh, uh, he's kind of twisting the whole Medicare for all. He's he's the one saying, I don't want to take health care from millions of people. Uh, they're going to strip their health care from millions of people, which is bullshit. Uh, it's about, uh, and uh, what's his name? Um, Tim Ryan, who's who says that, oh, uh, you know, he always talks about how union workers negotiated their great uh, health care plans. And why would you strip them of their health care? We're not talking about stripping people of health care plans. We're talking about leaving no one behind, being selfless because that's what we is the highest of our human potential. We do, we're in this together. We're not leaving people behind. We're it's uh if you're a selfish piece of shit, I mean, get get in the back, baby. Let the normal people drive this goddamn ship of state for once. Anyway, so that's how we're going to win. And when I saw this when I saw Twitter going on about the selflessness of others, I, uh, once again, I was reminded how progressives, liberals, Democrats, normal people, the real patriots of this country, were, are on the right side of history and the right side of humanity. So much so that Republicans have to pretend that they value selflessness. When they're not, they don't value selflessness. These are the s- ultimate in selfish They are, they, they, you know, they leave everybody behind. Uh, uh, They're leaving the entire country behind. They don't care that we are the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap, as long as they have theirs, as long as they're drinking decent water and they think, you know, living in their gated communities, breathing fresh air, they don't care what kind of, uh, of uh, devastation they're leaving behind. They, you know, so anyway. All right, guys. I'm looking at the time. Um, we're gonna keep it up. I didn't believe- I can't believe that i I thought I was gonna come on the show for an hour. I know some of the show was me typing and yelling at the cats, but that's what you get with Terrorbuster. It is what it is it is It is a definite Terrorbuster tonight. I can't believe it's almost ten o'clock p m at uh eastern time and because I wanted to go to bed early. I'm going to go to bed after this. But I'm glad I was able to connect with you guys at least for a little bit on uh, today and I'm sorry there's not more of a consistent schedule for a weekday special. It really does go along with what what I can do honestly. I have to I got to make money until we are fully funded by our patrons, which I hope one day to be. Then we will have a real show. We'll have a real engineer, real somebody to do the board, somebody to figure out what the hell is going on, somebody to type, to give me a goddamn article or whatever. Well, it, it'll be better. But right now, it is it is what it is. We got to deal with the cat. Maybe I'll still have the cats. If we have a studio, it wouldn't be right, right? I would have to still have the cats there. It just wouldn't... um wouldn't feel right for some reason. We'd have to have cats running in the background. We'd have to, right? Yes. I have to fix YouTube. I don't know what it is. I fixed, last show, I did a test and it worked. And I did the same thing again and it didn't work, so. I don't know what the fuck is going on. See, the other stream that I created still says waiting for RDT Daily. But at least one of them went off. I guess. Anyway, all right, guys. Thank you for keeping me sane and for all your support. I will be back on Saturday, for no doubt. Okay, unless uh, something happens or whatever. Um. Let's hope nothing will happen. Uh, regularly scheduled time. In the meantime, if you can, please become a patron. There's other things you can do if you don't have the money. I understand some people, we're living in the United States of serfs and lords. But try to share the show show with your friends. Give it a good review on iTunes. If you are uh, so inclined, you can tweet to other progressives or, let's say, free speech TV. People are like, why aren't you on free speech? I would love to be on free speech TV but i guess we'll we have to build we have to build it up and it is building more the more i can do these weekly specials or weekday specials the i think we'll get more audience and we'll you know one day at a time we'll take it from there i'll take it um, and i know from the time the show started we have a it's we have come a long way there's a lot of um regulars that come and watch the show and i really appreciate that i i miss you when you're not there i notice when people aren't there i see the same faces and i want to see i want to see those faces and i want i want to see more faces too but i know we have a core group and that means a lot to me because why else would you do this right I, i guess just to rant that's how i started republican dirty tricks just to rant and it it, and it connected me with Mike Malloy that's how we met from I started to write things on Republican Dirty Tricks and Mike Malloy actually read some of my articles on his show and then we began talking and became friends and he's helped me immensely and as has Bob Kincaid and I feel like these are not only my mentors but my friends and I'm really lucky so all right guys guys like i always say we stick together we win thank you for all your support and remember what i said altruism whoops i didn't mean to do that quick altruism is not immoral it is the american way so we will win i will see you next time my name is tara devlin see you later